Two people claim to know everything about something, but only one knows anything. President Roosevelt wore an anti-gravity belt. Dinosaurs had two brains. Lucky kids live on Mars and go to school in flying cars. Or at least they will one day. Believe me, I'm a historian. An astronaut or drive a DeLorean. Would I lie? It's hard to say. The Big Fifth. Can you spot the lie? The Big Fifth. Some pigs can fly. The Big Fifth. But if you ask me why, can you trust the answer? From Omaha, Nebraska, this is The Big Fib. And now, here's your host, Deborah Goldstein. Welcome to The Big Fib, the game show where kids choose between the strengthening, stress-relieving flexibility of truth and the dislocated musculoskeletal pain of lies. I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and in the studio today is our sound effects robot, Lisa. Breaker Breaker 1-9, this is Stratus Sounder 500. Do you read me? Over. Are you talking to somebody on a CB radio? Just a minute, Deborah. Got your ears on there, good buddy? Over. Copy that. Catch you on the flip side. Over. Sorry about that, Deborah. My buddy Sonica Soundwave was just reminding me to play the listener question. Oh, I see. All righty, here we go. Breaker Breaker, play the listener question, Breaker. Hey, Lisa. My name is Colton. I'm a huge fan of your podcast. I was wondering, do you have a big house or do you live in a small apartment? Thanks for your question, Colton. Yes, I live in a modest dwelling. Some might call it an apartment, but I I just call it home. Yes, it's a very lovely place. Yep, yep, yep. But I am definitely thinking about finding something, uh, you know, a little bigger um, in the market for, you know, like a mansion. A mansion? Like an enormous house? Yeah, well, maybe a medium-sized mansion. Just a house with enough rooms for all of my collections, like my envelope collection and my pencil shavings collection. Oh, my toothpaste cap collection. Oh, and my collection of mailboxes. Mailboxes? Yeah, that's correct. I have mailboxes from all over the world. My favorite one being the one that was bolted into the sidewalk on 23rd and Main Street. That one took me, oh man, it took me hours to pull out of the ground. But boy, was it worth it. Still has some mail in it, Deborah. Ooh, okay, that's illegal, Lisa. You can't interfere with the mail or with mailboxes. I can't? No. Oh no, no. Don't send me back to that place, Deborah. <laughs> Don't send me back to jail. I can't do it. Uh, I, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll just uh, put them back where I found them. Good idea. Good idea. And uh, then I guess I uh, I won't really need that much more space, so I'll probably stay where I am and maybe circle back to the whole mansion idea in the future. Yes, that is an excellent thought. So while we're living in the present and not the future, why don't we focus on our game and let everyone know how it works? Okay. Just to be clear, the coppers have nothing on me. Nothing. <laughs> Every week, we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert. The other? Oh, this is weird. The other one's a, a liar. Mm. Did you know about this, Deborah? I- I'm afraid I did, yes. Oh, my gosh. And it's the job of a human child to help us figure out who was who. Because no one, and I'm talking no one, can spot a liar better than a kid. What are we lying about today? Deborah J. Goldstein. J? Uh, okay. Well, anyway, we are lying about yoga, a system of training for the body and the mind. And we're going to learn all about yoga along with our contestant today. Who might that be, Lisa? Our human child contestant is a nine-year-old who loves all things baseball, even the bases. 
Casey Colhan. Hi, Casey. Hi. How are you? Good. I'm so glad to hear it. Tell me, you love all things baseball. Do you like to go to games? Yeah. Do you play games too? You play baseball? I played on the travel team last year. Yeah? How'd you do? Well, the spring season wasn't so good, but then Mm. the summer season, our team was in third place. That's great. Well done. And anything that you've picked up along the way, any kind of souvenirs or mementos that you got from any of those baseball games? Well, when I went to an MLB baseball game, a player threw me a ball. Do you know which player it was? Yeah, it was Alfonso Rivas. And what team does Alfonso Rivas play for? Chicago Cubs. The Cubbies. And is that your favorite team? Yes. Would you like to play for the Cubs one day? Yes. Excellent. I would like to wrestle a bear cub. <laughs> oh, no. Why would Not you? Not to hurt it. No, no. Just because it's a, a challenge. I see. Just for fun. Yeah. Like play wrestling. Yeah. Like nobody would get hurt kind of wrestling. I mean, only me. Oh, no. I hope not. Well, I hope all of your dreams come true. I guess even the baby cub wrestling dream. Mm -hmm. All right, Casey, we're going to learn some more fun facts about you, but we're going to do it Big Fib style, playing our game Two Truths and a Lie. Casey, you are going to tell us three things, but two of them will be true, one of them will be a lie, and we have to figure out which is which. So, Casey, in no particular order, what are your two truths and one lie? I like to eat spicy foods. I am an expert in Minecraft. I have a bearded dragon for a class pet. Oh, hmm. <laughs> I feel like lots of kids love Minecraft, but that might be a trick, right? What do you think, Lisa? Well, there's a couple of tricky ones in here. Mm. I know that Casey threw in this bearded dragon thinking that I would say, well, nobody has a dragon for a class pet. (laughs) But I happen to know that bearded dragons are just little lizards. So nice try. And I know that he said he likes to eat spicy foods. Mm -hmm. And earlier he said he likes baseball. And if you've ever watched a baseball game, the players are always spitting. It's really gross. And the reason they're spitting is they just ate spicy food. Is that right? Yes, Uh and they can't stand it. And I know (laughs) that since he's a baseball player, that means he does not like to eat spicy foods. Therefore, that one is the lie. I rest my case. Thank you very much. I see. Ah, I followed you. I'm not sure I crossed the finish line with you, but let's see what Casey has to say. Casey, which of those things is actually a lie? The lie is that I'm an expert at Minecraft. (gasps) I don't even play. What? That was an excellent lie. Well done, Casey. You don't even play Minecraft. That means you do like spicy foods, and it also means Lisa was incorrect. I don't know what what happened there, Lisa. Yeah, incorrect. take that. (laughs) I'm taking it to my therapist. (laughs) Take that. So you do like spicy foods. Any spicy foods in particular? I like to put, like, hot sauce on a lot of my food. Yeah, me too. Yum. Oh, oh, that just means he likes hot sauce. He said he likes spicy foods, so the food aren't spicy. The the hot sauce is spicy. I like jalapenos also. So Okay. That's a spicy food, Lisa. Sorry. That's a spicy jalapeno. Very good. Well, well done with that tricky fact. That tells me you're going to be very good at this game. You'll be able to pick up on any tricks our fibber has. But let's see how we go. So we're going to learn a little bit about yoga. Have you ever done yoga, Casey? Once in a while, but not often. Hmm. Okay. Good enough. That's all you need. All right. Well, let's meet our experts. Lisa, can we get some welcome music for our yoga experts? Come on in. 
come on in. Get real excited and jump around. Do lots of jumping cause it's yoga time. <laughs> Did I mention I don't know what yoga is? But I think it's kind of dancing where you get real excited. I think maybe not. And that is great that we have some experts here to explain that to us. So our first expert is Byron Ganatra. Byron, please introduce yourself to Casey. Hello, Casey. I'm Byron Ganatra. I'm a yoga master and founder of the Ganatra Method. Oh, thank you very much. A yoga master. A yoga master. Yes. Let's see what that's all about. Let's meet our second expert, Jamie Amor. Jamie, please introduce yourself to Casey. Hi, Casey. I'm Jamie Amor, and I'm a kids yoga instructor. Hmm, very good. I'm digging those vibrations, Lisa. Those vibrations should tell you that. Oh, it's hot seat time. <laughs> oh, they sure do. It's hot seat time. It's time to put our experts on the hot seat while they answer Casey's questions. Lisa, whom should we put on the hot seat first? Jamie Amore, because I know Amore means love, mm. and Jamie means pick me first. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, Casey, what is your first question for Jamie? What does it take to get certified? Well, it really starts with you practicing yoga for as long as you can, enjoying it and learning from great teachers. And after you go through that process, your interest deepens and you feel more keen to maybe learn more. And it makes you feel like you want to pass on what you're learning to others. So that's when you find a really great school and you train under brilliant teachers. They teach you more. You deepen your knowledge around the philosophy and the really broad subject that is yoga until you have that requisite knowledge, that experience to be able to go out and teach others. That's kind of what it takes to get trained. Oh, and you need some insurance um, as well. Very Ooh. important. <laughs> is that because people get hurt? So it's a physical activity yoga mm. and you have to have your kind of public liability insurance so that you're able to go and teach in private venues, studios, schools, wherever you're teaching so that should anyone get hurt, they'll be okay. It'll be fine. Mm, okay. That's called covering your base. Cases in baseball talk, Casey. <laughs> okay, take it away, Casey. This question is for Byron. How many different types of yoga are there, and can you give me a few names? To be frank, it depends on who you talk to, but there's about 20 different types of yoga, and some examples are Kundalini, Ashtanga, Vinyasa, Flow, Sinatra. Cannoli. Cannoli, I don't think so. Yeah, you just eat a cannoli, and then you lay down, and you said, ah, I shouldn't have eaten that cannoli. <laughs> Okay. Casey, back to you. This question is for both of you. Are there any yoga competitions? And if so, what are the rules? So there are, and they're very similar to CrossFit competitions. You know, yogis gather and compete in a series of stations designed to test their ability to hold very challenging poses for a very long period of time, and they move on to another station. And during that, they are judged from the sidelines on their ability to hold the pose and perfect it. Hmm. Let's get ready to relax. <laughs> I think there definitely have been competitions, certainly in India. It's a kind of demonstration off where you get certain yogis who are very adept at doing certain poses, but they're doing it less for the competition aspect and more for the kind of check me out and check out this pose and look mm. what it looks like. But I think when Bikram came along, he tried to introduce a kind of competition element to what he was doing. But generally, 
generally, competition isn't really a feature in yoga because we're trying just to kind of connect with ourselves. So rather than checking out everyone else in the room and thinking, I'm going to do this pose better than you, which isn't really a kind of yoga mindset, you're more about kind of looking internally, looking at what's going on for you. So I guess the competition is sort of with yourself. Deep. I hate competing with myself because I always lose. You always lose to yourself? Yeah, myself is so good and I'm not that good, so I always lose to myself. <laughs> but that means you win because you're losing to <gasps> you, who is you. Hey, I won! <laughs> Deep thoughts. This question is for Byron. What is the main purpose of yoga? The main purpose is to build internal strength, your flexibility, harmony, and it's all through movement and breath work. One of the interesting things about yoga is that it's actually taught to militaries around the world in case their soldiers get captured behind enemy lines, and it's a way to keep themselves centered while they're in captivity. Wow. Did not know that. Fascinating. Very good. And I had one other question, too, and that was for Jamie. And you said you teach children yoga. Do you find that children pick yoga up easier than adults do? Definitely, yeah. Children have got a real sense of playfulness. So, and you really need that in yoga. You need to be able to be up for things and go, check this out in my body. It's really cool to move it in these shapes. And kids are just a lot more up for that. And not only that, I think just inherently when our bodies are younger, we have a lot more flexibility, mobility in our joints. And so they take to the poses much more naturally. All right. Interesting. Fabulous. Casey, those are some great questions. Thank you very much. If you love The Big Fib, then check out Story Pillar, a podcast for kids and their grown-ups. Join Sneak, Bean, Sparky, and Meg as they tackle sticky social situations, explore stories from all over the world, and pick up great advice from listeners like you. They also save plenty of time for laughing and being silly. So if you've got feelings, love stories, and are open for a fart joke or a 10, Story Pillar is definitely worth a listen. Check it out at www.storypillar.com or wherever you love listening to podcasts. The Big Fib is brought to you by Pretty Litter Cat Litter. When my cat Arlo is healthy, he's happy. And that makes me happy. But since I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when he is unwell. Helping me keep tabs on my cat's health is just one of the reasons I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. Like, not to brag, but when people come over, they might not know that I have a cat unless Arlo, who's huge, is in the room. Because the cat smell is not there. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can, which is really great because I'm lazy. And here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in my cat, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Cats are, like, really sneaky, and you often don't know how they're feeling, and the worst part of that is sometimes you don't know when they're sick. So knowing when my cat is sick based on the litter changing color is a game changer. And Pretty Litter ships free right to my door in a small, lightweight bag. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash bigfib and use code bigfib to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib, to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
time for the Shorts on Fire round, when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Lisa will set a timer for the first expert, and then Casey will ask questions until Lisa's timer sounds. Then Lisa resets the timer for our next expert to do the same. Experts, you have to think fast and power through. Okay, Casey, we're going to start with Byron. You can ask your Shorts on Fire questions... Now, what do you call people who practice yoga? Yogis. What type of flower is a symbol of an open heart and awareness? That would be the cactus lotus flower. What does the word yoga mean? Oneness. What was the purpose of the very first yoga pose? Well, since I'm a yoga master, I know that it was to focus your breath or your pranayama. Dr. Fib, astronauts do yoga in space. That is a fact, and they also have to strap in or they'll float away. Who introduced yoga at the World Fair in Chicago in 1893? Hmm, I'm going to have to pass on that one. What is the most challenging yoga pose? The most challenging yoga pose would have to be coffin pose. The full splits pose in yoga is named after what god? The monkey god Sun Wukong. Yogi Berra is famous for playing what sport? Oh, we both know that. Baseball. Yoga ball. (laughs) What type of animal climbs on top of you while you're practicing a fun type of yoga? That would have to be puppies for puppy yoga. And that is time. All the time. Okay, very good. Lisa, can you please reset your timer? Deborah, I've been doing a lot of soul searching on this issue, and yes. Oh, good. You found your soul? I did. It was in the couch cushions. (laughs) Who would have thought? Okay, Casey, you can ask Jamie your shorts on fire questions now. How old is the practice of yoga? Over 5,000 years. 13 minutes. Who invented yoga? It was thought to be Patanjali. The first yoga mats were made out of what material? Grasses and animal skins. Lava. What member of the Beatles still does headstands at the age of 80? That is Sir Paul McCartney. Name one quality of an effective yoga teacher. Your complete attention and focus. What yoga chant is also the sound of the universe? Aum. Name two yoga poses that are named after animals. Camel and lion. What is the best yoga pose for meditating? That'll be lotus pose. What do you call the seven energy points in the body? Your chakras. Which cartoon yogi lived in Jellystone National Park? Yogi Bear! What do you say at the end of yoga class that means the light in me bows to your way in you? Namaste. And that is time. That is time. Very good. I know you're supposed to be very relaxed, but you did a very good job, experts, of answering quickly and efficiently. Thank you. It's decision time. Casey must meditate on all he's heard and tell us who is posing as an expert. Casey, who is our big yoga fibber? I think Byron is the yoga fibber. Why do you think Byron is our yoga fibber? Well, because some of the questions he answered didn't sound realistic. I see. Okay. We're going to find out more about that after we do our fact-checking. But first, let's find out, will the actual yoga expert please say, I am the yoga expert? 
I am the yoga <gasps> expert. You did it, Casey. You hit it out of the park. <laughs> Jamie Amor is a kids yoga expert who writes and presents Cosmic Kids Yoga on both YouTube and the Cosmic Kids app. Jamie has been making fun kids yoga videos for 10 years and has over 1.3 million subscribers and over 355 million views. You can find out all about Cosmic Kids at CosmicKids.com or check out the Cosmic Kids Yoga YouTube channel to try some of Jamie's yoga adventures. Exciting! Jamie, we have so many questions for you. So many. <laughs> so many, both about Cosmic Kids and yoga and all the things. Let's do some fact-checking first just to get to the bottom of, of all of this lying. So tell us, Jamie, what did you hear Byron say that was rotten to the core? Oh, there were some real corkers in there. It was brilliant, Byron. I loved it. At one point, I couldn't work out whether you said Ganatra yoga or you said Sinatra yoga. And I was thinking, is there some sort of like crooner kind of style going on in your Ganatra system? But I thought that was kind of fun. And then the soldiers thing I thought was quite interesting. First time I've heard of that. (laughs) (laughs) Same here. All right, Byron, let's move to you. In what ways did you omit the truth? Jamie's right. I did make up the soldier one. I also did say Sinatra. And then I think I also lied about um, the full splits pose in yoga and said it was uh, named after Sun Wukong. And that is incorrect. But it is after a monkey god, is it not? Yeah, it's Hanumanasana is the pose. Then it's Hanuman. I don't know who Wukong was. (laughs) I said Sun Wukong because of the story Journey to the West. And one of his helpers is Hanuman. Oh, right. Okay. So there was a connection. Okay. It wasn't a total thing. I like it. All right, let's go through some of these two just to make sure we get everything correct. The flower is a lotus flower, but there was something else that you said. I said cactus lotus flower. Cactus. Does a lotus flower come from a cactus? No, not as far as I know. (laughs) And yoga, you said, means union. Oh, no, I said oneness. It means union, but I said oneness. Yoga means union. That's correct. But oneness kind of sounds close, so we could have been fooled by that. The purpose of the very first yoga pose, do you know what that was, Jamie? It's to meditate. Yeah, Yeah. that was what they needed to come up with a way of being able to sit very still to clear the mind. So it was felt that they needed to train their bodies first in order to have that serenity to allow their minds to be enlightened. That makes sense, yes. And astronauts do do yoga in space, is that correct? They do. You are absolutely right. And uh, yeah, I've been recently working with an astronaut called Samantha Cristoforetti, who has been up on the ISS practicing yoga. And she has been using lots of elastic and straps to make sure that she doesn't float away while she's in her kind of downward dog or whatever. Super cool. (laughs) I bet it's much more challenging. Yeah, when you're in space. Yeah, for sure. And last one, the type of animal that climbs on you for a fun, trendy new yoga. I don't think it's puppies, is it, Jane? It's toddlers. Toddlers, oh, they definitely climb on you. Yeah, although I love the idea of doing doing yoga with puppies. I mean, that would just be brilliant, wouldn't it? But you it could would, get your dog would. training in at the same time, but it might be a bit messy. It's goats, actually. Goats. People love doing goat yoga. So the little goats love hopping up on your back when you're in some sort of tabletop position. Um, yeah, it's gorgeous. Oh, my goodness. Very good. Well... We've come to the savasana of our final resting pose of our show. Thanks to our contestant, Casey, our guru of fact-finding. 
Thank you to our expert and liar, Jamie and Byron. And thanks to Lisa, who half a plethora of sounds. And of course, many thanks to our listeners tuning into the Big Fib, where our mantra is, telling the truth is good karma. The Big Fib is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, visit gzmshows.com. Hey, while you're there, you can find out how you can become a contestant on The Big Fib, or you know what? You can send questions for me to answer on the show. No biggie. And follow us on social media at The Big Fib Podcast for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts. And now Deborah and I are going to space to do yoga. Um. Oh no, black hole! <laughs> oh, what <are> <laughs> Talking about money can be so hard, especially when the person you're talking to is still learning how to do long division. That's why Million Bazillion, a Webby-winning podcast from Marketplace, is here to help. I'm Bridget, and with my fellow co-host Ryan, we help teach your little ones about complex topics like bankruptcy, climate change, and why there's so much gold at Fort Knox, and so much more. Listen to Million Bazillion wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're Free! Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today.